This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Good morning. Or afternoon, or evening, or Hanukkah. Uh, this is Ian Lee. Well done for downloading the Ian Lee BBC Three Counties. I'm warming up now. You can hear as the tone of my voice is picking up pace. Podcast. Excellent for you. Well done. Lucky you've won £1,000. You haven't. But just imagine what you'd do with that £1,000 had you. This is the best bits of the week, including a bit of this. No, don't. I'm not putting clips in. Some of this. No. And what happened when this Nothing. happened? Nothing happened. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, every morning when we've got no content, we look at the papers. It normally goes like this. Kath, what's in the papers? Oh, someone falling out of a pub. But this week, political reporter Paul Scoynes waded in and did it with us, despite us asking him to leave the studio several times. Catherine Boyle. Hello. Paul Scoynes. Hello. <laughs> nice to see you. I'm here. You're going to join us for the papers. I tell you what, Paul, hmm. why don't you go first? What have you got? Well, I'm, I'm page eight of six, sorry. That's a good start. Oh, dear. Of The Guardian. And, um... um. <laughs> Hmm? The Guardian. It's a newspaper, is it? Yeah. OK. Yeah. OK, carry on. This is actually... It, it features a local MP. Uh-huh. Um, this is uh, Tory berates HS2 for unforgivable letters. Yes. This is David Liddington, who's the... Uh, uh, the he was the Foreign Office Minister, but also MP for Aylesbury. It says uh, he has written a stinging letter to the government uh, spreading unnecessary fears after all um. homeowners along the route of HS2 received an identical notice yep. saying their land might be compulsory. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Mm. You've obviously not heard this bit before. Well, I have, but... I thought I'd sort of bring I'm, a bit more sort of serious. I'm going to play Roy Orbison, oh. and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll play Roy Orbison, and then we'll come back. Oh. Okay, okay. <clears throat> what a miserable song. <laughs> I mean, I can really, I can only apologise. Right, let's start again. It's the papers. Catherine Ball's here. Hi. And Paul Scoynes is joining us. Hello. Got off to a full start, but Paul, I think you found a, a slightly more appropriate story. What have you got for us this morning, Paul? This is in the Sun, Ian. Okay, good paper, great paper, <laughs> fun paper. Um, a Romeo snapped his... his snap Member. I'm going to say member. After falling out of a tree whilst having... in the act of love. Uh, the man named as Eric was on a third date with a girl named Serena when he That's lost... Cat. Lost his grip and plummeted onto his... said... <clears throat> um... Selena told US TV show Sex Sent Me to the ER. There's a show called Sex Sent Me to the ER. What's it States. about, though? Well, who can guess? I was concerned about his well-being. Of course she was. Um, but, of course, every woman wants to make sure a guy's functionable. <laughs> Apparently Eric is recovering after treatment. Now, that is a great story. That is a great story, Paul. Well done. There's Thank more, you. There's more questions than answers there. Yeah, isn't it just... In a tree? Third date. <laughs> You've got to be very advanced, that. I've got a friend who's a doctor in, a- in A&E, and you should hear the stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The excuses. Hey, we got a new Woo! listener this week, everyone, yeah? yeah. High five. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, you left me hanging. We lost one, but we gained one, and that's what counts. Equal figures. His name is David. He recently moved to Bedford. He called in last week. He said he'd give us a week and then let me know if he's staying or going. Find out the answer after this. 
Well, David, let's get to the all-important factor. You listened for a week. What did you think? Have we kept you, or have we lost you, you to heart? No, you kept me. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Punching newspapers! That's how excited I am! We've got a listener in your face, Jennifer Houghton Regis! Uh, anyway, you, you've been about a bit, haven't you, mate? Sorry? One different... Right. What, what, what rumours have you heard? I've been about place, a bit... Um, yeah, you, you've been about on different... Well, I'm not going to like, rip on my plug and but you've don't been Don't mention LBC, don't mention Absolute, don't mention any of the other stations oh, I've been on, please. Don't we don't you. talk about those. We don't talk about the warm-up gigs, we talk about the real gig, which is now BBC Three Counties Radio. That's where it's happening. All David, right. if, in your opinion, as a radio geek, what, is there anything we could do better? What could we do better? Um, oh. Yeah, music quiz going late. Okay, you want a music quiz? Fine, yeah. okay, I'm going to play the introduction to a song. I want you to tell me oh, what it is. Are you ready? Here go we on. go. I'm just going to play the first two seconds. What's that? Mm, oh. Jetem. You're saying Jetem? Sounded a bit like it. You think it's Jetem? Well, let's find out. Was it Jetem? Hang on a second, hang on a second. Was it Jetem? Yes, it was Jetem! All right, okay. You got that. Let's try another one. Let's try another one. Oh, no, you can't be doing this to me. There we go. The morning, yeah. Yes, we can. You wanted a music quiz. You've got a music quiz. <laughs> if, it, if, if that's what it takes to get you listening, right. I'm going to play an introduction Listen, to a song. Don't get something prehistoric yeah, no, and embarrass no. me, will there you? There we go. Now, you, you sound like an old geezer. What's this? Oh, OK. Uh, go on, do it again. You want, you want to hear that again? OK, this is a very famous song. What's this? I'll get you in my head. But, I can um, hear it in my head as well, because I'm playing it. Here we go, last yeah, one. Yeah, I know, but you go. could look at it and know what it is. Here we go. So, did you recognise that song there as Waterloo Sunset by the Kings? What is that song? Waterloo Sunset by the Kings. Bow, 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 bow. Correct. OK, last one. Three points and it's a full run, and uh, you can uh, uh, sleep with Justin Daly if, this, if you get this one correct. Here we go. This is the last one. Uh, sleep well, with who? Well, oh, you've not been listening that much. Right, here we go. Are you ready? This one. Well, we again. Okay, listen, listen very carefully. Well, we. Now you got me there. You've got. Come on, mate. Listen, I'm going to play it you've to you. You got me. Here we go. Here we go. Well, we. Oh, what is it? Nah, David. I'm afraid you lose the chance of uh, having a night of passion with Justin Daly. What song is this? Well, we. Oh, Listen, every other BBC Breakfast show is doing a music quiz, so we might as well join in. No prizes. We're, of course, playing the famous Ian Lee BBC Three Counties music quiz. What song is this? Well, we. Oh, whoa! Oh, a little bit more of it sneaked through. We'll get the answers and uh, maybe play a few more rounds of this after the travel with Alice. We took a break for travel and weather, but as we can't play that in the podcast for legal reasons, I've replaced that bit with this. I want to say. Um, I've now got a good reason for getting up at, uh, at about 7 o'clock in the morning, and that's to listen to Dennis from Dunstable. I'll now make sure that I'm listening to your show at 7.25 in the morning. And now back to Ian Lee's Three Counties Radio Breakfast Music Quiz. Very popular. Chris is in London. Morning, Chris. Morning, Ian. Chris, what, what, what are you doing listening in London? We're the Three Counties, not London FM. Somebody said music quiz, mate. It came over the airway. Have you had your soul sucked by us? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, just a little bit. Just a little, a little morsel, yeah. Well, maybe we can suck a bit more of your soul. What song is this? Well, we. It's got to be Talking Heads. Yeah. And it's got to be Road to Nowhere. Well, we know where we're going. He's got it right. He's got it right. Well done, Chris. That's a hard one. That's it. You want a hard one? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. It's fighting talk where I come from. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Leave you a little bit of this. What song? 
Chris, what song is this? Oh, oh, oh. You wanted a toughie? You got a toughie. Power chord, I like it. A little bit more there. A little bit more. What, song, bit was, more. what song was that, Chris? One more time. One, one more time. time. Here we go. You ready? This is it. Oh, it's a good one. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 T-Rex. Uh, now, I haven't got a clip, uh, a noise to um, uh, uh, say you're incorrect. Oh. So, but uh, Kelly Betts can do it. Uh-uh. There we go. I'm, Chris, I'm afraid in Landon. You'll have to go back to Landon FM with Paul Ross. Sorry about that. Brian's on the M1. Morning, Brian. Oh, Ian. Yeah, now we've, uh, Roads to Nowhere, Talking Heads has been gotten. But <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's no good for um, you. Let's see if you know what this song is. A little bit longer there. A little bit longer. Do you, do you want to hear it again? Do it again. Here we go. I'm going to turn it up a bit. Here we go. Oh. Nah, I ain't got it. Uh, Kelly Betts? Uh-uh. There we go. I'm afraid he hasn't got it. Justin Dealey's out on the street. Morning, Justin. Hey, good morning, Bosch. Uh, well, yeah, you must be. Um, I nearly said something very rude then. You must be very excited. Yes, very, very excited. We're doing a music quiz. Yes. It's the world famous Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio Breakfast Show yeah. music quiz. <laughs> it's what the people want. Now, do you know this? Oh, no, not that one. I know that one, yes. <laughs> do you know this? Of course I do. You do? Okay, yeah. okay, right. Have you got Some anyone? Legend, yes. Have you got anyone with you? I've got Adam with me. Yes. Who's a scouser. Oh. He's, he's working in Luton. Adam, good morning. Ian, can you play that tune again? Just okay. a, a small clip. Here we go. Here we go. Now, you're into gangster rap, aren't you? I am, yeah. yeah. So, uh, can you identify the tune? I couldn't, no. Come on. 1960s, soul. I'm only 22. Okay, that th- doesn't matter. Well, I'll tell you what, Ian, I've got a few clues here, yeah. okay? Okay. You're, you're working on a building site. Oh, oh. You, Yes, yes. <laughs> you will be working with this product, okay? Is he a chippy? Do we know that? Are you a chippy? No. Oh, That's it... the clue. A chippy. Wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood knock. Would knock. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, come on. No, oh, not, oh. Wood knocker. Wood knocker. No, so it's not, not wood knocker. No, no, come on. Come on. What am I doing now? I am. Knocking. Yes. Wood knocking. He's wood knocking. Oh, window knocker. Wood window knocker. knocker. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. I'm knocking on the door. No, no, oh, no, no. Knocking no. on wood. Knocking on wood. Yes. Yes, he's got, got it. He's won a prize. You've won Ian Lee's socks. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Sweet. Man. Yeah, OK. That's well, no, he's, he's, he's through to round two. Oh, right, OK. He's through to round two. Let's see <laughs> if he can get this. Oh, by the way, for those who, uh, who wanted to hear it, this is, this is what that was, just so you know. Bam, bam. OK. Bam. Right, OK. Ding, ding. Here's round... Uh, by the way, this, I'm only 22 thing. I'm sure this gentleman's heard of Jesus Christ, who lived over 2,000 years ago, yeah, so the age thing it. doesn't... Yes, right. Here's number two. <laughs> I turned that up a little bit. That was a, that was a good one. And again, he, come on. And again. Here we go, here we go. And here we go, here we go. <laughs> Can you tell your... Oh, hey, keep the noise down, you. Keep the noise down. Can you tell him? Tell him. Uh, he's Polish anyway. He oh, right. He would, he, he would understand. <laughs> they, they like, they're very noisy, the Polish. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, dun, 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 oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. He hasn't got a clue, has he? Just. I tell you what, can you sing us ten seconds of gangster rap without swearing? Not really. No. Just, Justin, <laughs> let us know if you find anybody else. Mark's in Bletchley. Morning, Mark. Hello, Ian. Mark, you're, you're, you're through. To, you managed to get through this week. How, how many times in the past have you tried to enter the music quiz but not been able to get through? 
Um, oh, about uh, three or four times in yeah. ten years, I suppose. It's, it's a very, very busy uh, uh, part of the show, so thank you for taking part. Do you know what this song is? Yeah, it's Edison, Light- Edison Lighthouse, Sir Rosemary Goes. OK, let's have a listen. Mark, well done, well done. But no, it doesn't end there, Mark. You're through to round two. Oh, here we go. You're playing for double points now. Round two. Do you know what this song is? Oh, oh not, many, not many songs start with the drums. Here we go again. Oh, no, I have to pass on that one. Oh, Kelly Betts. Uh-uh. There we go, Mark, you're out, I'm afraid. Who's on line one? Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Mark Biggest from Hemel. Mark Biggest from Hemel, you're through to the world-famous uh, Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio Breakfast Show Music Quiz. How many times have you tried to get through to this bit in the past, Mark? Oh, I've lost count, mate. I I've know. definitely lost count. Well, you're very, very lucky you managed to get through today. Have a listen to this. What do you think that song is? Uh, that's uh, Love Affair, Everlasting Love, February 1968. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it right! But it doesn't end there, sadly, for everybody else listening to this nonsense. There is more. OK, you're through to round two. We're playing for double points here, Mark. Yep. What song is this? Uh, Just Billy br- Joel. Billy br- Joel, Uptown Girl. Sorry? Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Hang on, you got that from this briefest of rim shots? Yeah. Are you confident? I'm pretty sure, mate. Whoa, oh, it's Uptown Girl. Mark got it from a rim shot. Well, that's it. Have that. I'm... OK, right, fine. We're through two. Round three. We're playing for uh, a holiday in Sweden, Mark. A holiday in Sweden. OK. What? We're not. What song is this? Oh. Uh, preacher Man. Oh, I know why you say it. I know why you say it. Kelly Betts? Yeah, uh, you're wrong, I'm afraid. Glenn is in Leighton Buzzard. Morning, Glenn. I haven't got a clue either. I'll, I'll give you a little bit more, Glenn. OK. OK, have a listen to this. What song is this? Oh, hang on a minute. I've, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I've got the fader down. That's not going to help anybody. Right, here we go, here we go. No, sorry. Really? I can't get it, though. Glenn, thank you very much indeed. Kelly Becks? There we go, you see. Well, that's it. The the phone... Close the phone lines. No one managed to get three in a row. No one got this. Well, we leave that over until next week. We leave that song... That song runs over until next week. Jonathan Werner-Smith can't believe what he's come back to. He goes away for a few weeks (laughs) and it's descended into BBC Radio Essex. He might want to carry this through, to be honest. (laughs) You can do the next one. Can I? Where's Kelly? Uh, Hiya. She's still here, she's just small. The future of traveller sites in Bedfordshire were up for discussion at a meeting this week. They include two controversial new sites near Barton Le Clay. Our reporter Justin Dealey spoke to this fella. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. Quite shocking uh, allegations being made there. Joe in MK's a traveller. He called in to defend them. Well, kind of. This man wants to come to a site, yeah, and stand there and call us scum. He wouldn't get out the gate, but I, I guarantee, because what he's doing here, 
it is he's tying us with the same broom. And if there's, there's different types of gypsies. There's Romanies, there's Irish tinkers. The, the, the people that move around the country, they're Irish tinkers. Yes, they do leave a mess. Yes, they are a little bit disruptive. I understand that. I'm a traveller, right? I've lived in the house for the past, well, I suppose, 15 years now. I've got five children, yeah? My children go to education. My eldest is going to university. I live my way. Right, we live our way. That's how we live. Yeah. Right? I, I grew up in a trailer. I grew up on a, on a traveller site. I'm a traveller. My, 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 my family traveller. I've got family that still live in trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, we don't travel. Yeah. The travel, yeah, you're, you know, you, they're all as tinkers. Yeah. Okay. They well, are messy. Can a couple, of, a couple not, of other things. You know things. what? That man has come on. That man has come on. Yeah. yeah? He hasn't got a clue what okay. he's talking about. Joe, a couple of other things you've raised, if you, if you don't mind pointing out. That gentleman there called you scum. Yeah. Your reaction was to basically say you and your mates would kick him in. Now, that's not... No, 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 no. No, I didn't say that, did I? You said to come and say it to a group of travellers and he wouldn't be able to leave, words to that effect. The implication he being that get, you would... He wouldn't get out of the gate. The implication... We would, we would, no, we would try to educate him. We're trying to educate oh, him. Oh, OK. The implication I perceived, and I think a lot of the listeners would no, have picked up, was, was violence. That's the, that's the problem. See, that's the problem. Everyone's no. got a perception of travellers and gypsies. Joe. We're, we're violent. Hold it, hold it. We've got... No, Joe, yeah, Joe, it, Joe. Joe. No, no, Joe, I won't hold it because I want you. To, I want to pick up on something. You're, you're, you're being slightly disingenuous. You, you know that your implication that you meant wasn't that we would educate him. We're going to sit him down and make him watch a DVD. The implication was violence. You know that, and I'm not no, saying that not because you're a traveller. That was the implication in your language and in your tone. Listen, we have we do have ways of, of sorting things out. Yeah, we are we brought we're brought up. And what yeah. are those ways? We're brought up. We're brought up to fight. There yeah, we go. Thank you very box. much. So, so his accusation... In the old days, listen, listen, go back. Go no, back, Joe, go Joe, back, uh, Joe, go we're going to... Joe, Joe, we're, back, Joe we're having a conversation. You, uh, so his accusation that you're scum, to then be d- said, oh, well, you're thinking we're scum, well, we, d- we'll, we deal with things with violence. Yeah. That's not yeah. really helping change his perception, is it, Joe? Well... Yeah, but either coming on the coming on the radio and calling us. What, so what so happened if he'd come on the radio and called an Asian man a patchy or something or scum? All right, just, what just, 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 just watch, watch the language a little bit. What I'm saying is his accusation that you are scum by retaliating by offering to sort it out with violence that isn't going to change the perception, is no, it? No, it's not. It's no, not. You're right. You're, no, right. you're right. Okay, I'm glad we've got that. Now, you mentioned Irish tinkers. Uh, yeah. So there's, there is a differentiation between yeah. different types of travellers. So what's your opinion of Irish tinkers? My opinion? Well, yeah, they, they, they travel around the country and, uh, listen, we all know what they're like. But well, I, I they, don't, they, I don't, they, Joe, so tell me. They, are, they, are they scum? Listen, they're not, no, they're not scum. They're not scum. They're, they're, they're not scum. They're, they're different to Romani. They're not Romani gypsies. They're Bet, better or worse? Pardon? Worse. They're, they're worse than Romani gypsies. Worse. Why are they worse than Romani gypsies? Because they pull up wherever they want to pull up, yeah. They do make a mess, yeah. They'll feed from his shops, their houses, right. all sorts. Yeah, that's what it, I know what he's... That's what it, but what he's... Listen, what right. he's on different is, if you build a site, yeah, yeah and you have settled travellers, right. settled, yeah, which is what I am, a settled traveller, yeah, that's the difference between Joe. us and Tinkers. OK, you made that point. Now, can I just highlight something that you may not have noticed? You have done, with slightly less incendiary language, language you have done exactly... What that fella has done to travellers as a whole, you've done that towards Irish tinkers by saying they're worse than you and by um, then listing a load of stereotypes. But did I, did I call them scum? No, but you said, no. They, you said they are worse than you. 
yeah. said your language wasn't as incendiary. Yeah. You said they're worse to you, and then you listed a load of stereotypes. But and what you're, he, you're, but you're, what you're, he's done... You're, but you're accusing he, that chap of, of uh, looking at stereotypes. Are you not doing yeah. the same thing? But what he's talking about, yeah, what he's talking about is he's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's just talking... And you do. Gypsies and travellers. Yeah, I do, yeah. I'm a settled gypsy. I'm a, I'm a settled traveller. I'm a settled, yeah? Tinkers, I think it's work. They move around the country. They make all sorts of mess. Yeah, Joe, that you're is, just that's Joe. That's not us. That's Joe, not us. You're doing. You're doing so exactly what. There, you're doing. That man there is tying us with the same broom. What I'm trying to say, yeah. His brother, saying he's tying with the same brush. DJ Dave's in Bedford. Ian. DJ Dave. All right, mate. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right, mate. Yeah, you got a little giggle there. You're I've gig- got a little. Got your giggles got, on. Yeah, I've got my giggles on. So you've you you want to do some voiceovers, do you? Well, 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 one of the advantages of having a sore throat is that my voice can go really low. Oh, yeah. So I can sort of go a Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. And it might sound a bit like my voiceover, man. Do you remember Bill Mitchell? We talked about old what? people and jingle. Uh, do, you, do you remember Bill Mitchell, the voiceover, the jingle man voiceover from the 70s, Bill Mitchell? I didn't mention Bill Mitchell. I don't know a Bill Mitchell. All oh, right, but you, you're not aware of him as a voiceover man, man. I don't know the name. I, 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 you don't I, know the name. I'd probably know the voice, would I? Uh, well, you'd know the voice because he was well known for doing adverts like um, Carlsberg, probably the best lager. He'd he done that in the seventies. Oh, okay. He'd right. done all the adverts for the horror films. Yeah. And anyone who was anyone who wanted professional voiceovers went to this guy. Bill so, Mitchell, are you a professional voiceover? Uh, I'll do my own voiceovers for my own oh. uh, thing. Yeah. And how much do you make from that? Um, well, no, I'll do them like I don't. I'll do them like uh, independently and freely for my own amateur. Yeah, amateur, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to do some voiceovers for us, amateur? Well, yeah, I'll send them in. Well, you could, yep. you could do a few for us now, and then you can send some in. Yeah. How about, Ke- Kelly, you've got some suggestions, have you? Can you say, Swinging Free with Ian Lee? Swinging Free with Ian Lee on BBC Free Counties Radio. Can you say it better? Better? I thought that was pretty good. Deeper. Deeper? Oh, I yeah. can't go deeper than that. Swinging free with Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Don't, don't, don't add the BBC Three Counties Radio, because oh, oh, no, I'll tell you why. Radio's a very fickle business. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to be in a few months' time, and I can, right. you know, I can take these with me. So I'll hold them in. Swinging free with Ian Lee, most definitely. Oh. Can you also say, Ian Lee, he can't say milk? Say that again. Ian Lee, he can't say milk. Give it a go, Ian. Uh, Milk. (laughs) Ian Lee, he can't say milk. You want me to say that? Yes, in your best voiceover. Well, you might cut me off. I won't cut you off, though. I'm off this. You know, it's all good fun. It's a private, like, dig between all yous that you want me to... I don't know. I won't won't say... No, he just can't say milk. Say again. He can't say it. He says milk. He says milk. Milk. Say again, again, Ian. Milk. He says you're all right. Say silk. Silk. You're weird. They want you up in Ian Lee. He can't say milk. And uh, 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 I've got one. Ian Lee, the thinking woman's crumpet. Four. You're allowed to say that on daytime, mate. Yeah, we're allowed to. We're allowed to say it here. Yes. Woman. Yeah. All right. But yeah. Um, yeah. Voiceovers. You're more than welcome to. Oh wait. <laughs> could you do? Could you do one for me? Right. And this is strictly between you and me. And whoever's listening. Well, j- just, you know, it's always good to have these things in the can. You never know. <laughs> Ian Lee, P. 
playing the hits on heart. Just do it. Oh, I can't just, do it. Just do it quickly. Don't wait for them. Just do it. You want me to do it? Quickly. Ian Lee, you're playing hits on heart. There we go. Oh. There <laughs> Ian, do you remember earlier this week when you tried to start the show? No, remind me. It was when you tried to start the show and uh, you kept messing it up. No, I didn't. Mm. I don't think so. Uh, Got evidence? Uh, yes. Here it is. Apologise. I'm having a chat with Tony Fisher. Tony, do you mind if I start now? Is that yeah, all right? crack on. Sorry, I've not seen him in the morning for a long time, and we're having a little catch-up. Yes. Nice to see nice you. Nice to see you. To see you nice. Uh, I'll have a chat with you in a second. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots coming up on the show this morning, including... A 64-year-old Bedford woman's been reduced to living in a tent after a long-running council tax row. Well, Marilyn Robinson-White and her daughter were on benefit, so they assumed they were wrong. They, sorry, they assume they were exempt. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Tony! Shall I do it again? Start again. OK, all right, hang on a second. Let's, let's, let's start this again. Hang on a second. Let's, let's... This, this never happened. This is just the rehearsal. Right, OK, here we go. Right, ready? A 64-year-old Bedford woman... Don't give... What are you giving me the look for? Have I written it wrong? Or no, it I read it... Or being daft? I read it wrong. Oh, I've got to start again now. Don't stop, stop pointing the fingers at me. For goodness sakes, right. Right. It's obviously my effect. Deep breath. Are we ready? <laughs> Everybody? <sighs> I'm ready. Go. Kelly? Do you want me to do the bit uh, back hello of the news so it feels yes, real? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and that's your latest BBC Three Counties Radio. Here we go. A 64-year-old woman's been reduced to living in a tent after a long-running council tax row. Marilyn Robinson-White and her daughter were on benefits, so assumed they were exempt. When their bill arrived, they thought it was a clerical error. They thought wrong. One down, two to go. Bedfordshire's Crime Commissioner, Ollie Martins, is in hot water after admitting leaking information about the custody death of a Luton man to a member of the Home Office. He's been given a written reprimand and says he's considered resigning while he's coming in later on. One more, one more. And a couple are being taken to court for taking their kids out of school to go on holiday. Now, I know it's more expensive to get away once school's out, but is that just tough? Or is there a problem? I don't see a problem necessarily with taking your kids out during school holiday. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. Send me a text 81333. Start your text 3CR. Or give me a call 08459 455555. Woo! Yes! No, you got it wrong. We got it. We got it. This got it wrong. is BBC Three Counties Radio. You said you don't see there's anything wrong with taking your kids out during the school holiday. No, I didn't say you that. Did say that. No, I didn't I say that. Tape. I did not say that. What you'd written here, you'd written my opinion was that uh, uh, it's unacceptable to take them out during the school holiday. No, I asked a question. No, you didn't. You, well, you, you did. You can take your school kids on holiday during the, during the holidays. holidays. That's fine. That's, that's fine. That's okay. 
Do you want to start again? <laughs> Flipping it. You, it's, it's like, God, blimey. Okay. I, I, I'm going to have to back Catherine up here. You better listen to the tape back after the show. Yeah, you could be embarrassed. A 64-year-old Bedford woman... <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Deary me. Come on, listen. One thing I've learned working in radio is breakfast is not the place for fun and laughs, okay, Tony? All right? It really isn't. So let's just knock that on the head. Oh, hey, Mum and Dad. Do you remember earlier when you had an argument over school holidays? Go to your room! Don't be so harsh on her. She's growing. Yes, we did. Uh, Catherine is um, uh, comes from the Victorian era and thinks that children should be at school every single day. That shorthand for Catherine is right. I... Look, you've already had the debate. There's no need to carry on. It's here. Why just do you forward, sound like you're reading that when bit. you're not actually reading it? I know, I don't know. It's just the way I talk. And that bit? I don't know. That bit you were reading and it sounded quite natural. <laughs> Mark says it's ridiculous. The price of going away in half-term rises by double... It's a question mark there, I was reading it. I take my kids out of school all the time to go away. You're going to hate Mark, aren't you? They learn so much while on holiday. They learn some life skills not ever taught in schools. Why like just the be- Macarena, the Choco Chocolate dance. There's a Choco Chocolate dance? There is, yeah. Why, just because you have kids, should you have to pay more? It's unreasonable and greedy by the travel companies. Andy says there should not be any punishment for your kids being taken out of school during term... Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I've got the argument for this. They're my flipping kids. I'll do what I want with them. No, you will not You don't send I, them to school. I, go, you go to prison. I will take them where I want. I will show them what I want, within reason. I will do what I want with my children. And then who will you blame when they can't read? My boy, who turned four on Monday, can read. Thanks. Next. Next point. Next point, because we are responsible parents, we educate them at home as well. Right. They are my have you, have children. Have you got a teaching qualification? I've got that. Yeah. If that's the end of your argument, you need to go back to university. They are my, this is the, Put that, that finger down. I, this is the point, isn't it? Now I've worked out why I'm getting so angry about this. They're my kids. Sorry? I said, because you're wrong, but you turned my mic off. Yeah, wow, I know. Wow, you don't want to discuss this. They are my kids. Sorry? Wrong. They are my kids. I will do what I want with my children, when I want with my children. If I choose to take them to um, Dorset or Rhodes or Euro Disney, I wouldn't go to Euro Disney. I'll do what I want with them. I'm not going to have the the government, I'm not going to have a headmaster or headmistress telling me what I can and cannot do with my children. I'll have none of that. And you know. So can they do what they want as well? Because that's they what you're teaching They do what them. they want. Oh, really? Who? What are you talking about? The Your kids? children. Oh, no, the kids don't, know. Oh, right, not... so there is some sort of authority. Yeah, me. I am the authority, right. my wife. So when they're at school, they don't have to listen to the teacher? Where have you got that? Where have you... Because how you're have you... saying you don't respect the teacher's authority you made that, that transmits to the I children. I did not say that, Catherine. The school's authority. This is what you do, you see. This is what happens, is you are hearing things that are not being said. You are making... Th- didn't say I didn't... Uh, a disrespect to the you teacher's said, authority. You said, I can do what I want. With In my children. letters. With my children, mm-hmm. yes, correct. That tells your children they can do what they want. No, it doesn't. It, it does. te- No, it doesn't. It tells when they my... grow up, they Listen. can please themselves. No, it tells... <laughs> It tells my children I'm in charge. 
I'm in charge. And that is it. Are you sure you should be in charge? Ian, weren't you dressed as Batman yesterday? Yeah. My son and I dressed up as Big Batman and Little Batman and we went round the house fighting crime. Yes. You're right, who needs school? Ah, I got a soft spot for the Eagles as well. I went to see the Eagles once in concert with um, my friend, Maxie. The Dixie Chicks were supporting. We missed the Dixie Chicks. He said, oh, I'm working, but I'll get there. I will get there. We won't miss much of the show. I've got the tickets. I'll meet you at Twickenham Stadium. So we got there, and the band were playing, OK? And I thought, oh, we just missed the beginning. And as soon as we sat down, they went, OK, thanks very much. We'll be back in half an hour. We missed the entire first set of the Eagles. What? I've done something similar. I fell asleep through a whole status quo concert and woke <laughs> up at the last song. Those chords are mesmeric, though, aren't they? I was gutted. I, well, you weren't. I went to a status quo concert. They're brilliant. Well, it's the same song with different words over it, top, it, isn't it? It was. They, they did some good songs. Butterflies. Pictures of Matchstick Men. Great song. Um, whatever you want and rocking all over the world. Or, or, great songs. Yeah. But they played for like two and a half hours. No one needs two and a half this hours a of the quote. They're nap. the Ken Dodd of rock, are they? They're very much so. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, we could do things that you've missed, even though you were there. Well, we we, uh, we could do. Go on then, set it up. Things that you've missed, even though you were there. Oh wait, four five nine. Four double five. She's not. Five double five. She's not really got it. My mum missed the plane even though she was at the airport. I've missed two buses while standing at the bus stop. Okay. Not really. I mean, even by your standards, Catherine, that's pretty low. She didn't put call me now in. Oh, that's sorry. That's fatal mistake. Things that you've missed even though you were there. Call, call me, me now. Call me now. Oh, wait, four, oh, five, don't nine. Join in with her. Four, double, five. Five, five double, double, five. five. Okay, we will get li- I guarantee you we will get literally zero well, calls. we've already had four. I know most of them are mine, but they're, still. They're yours. We will get zero calls on that. I can't oh, wait, four, five, nine. Four, double, five. Oh. Five, double, five. Okay, call, me you, call me now. Yeah, you can't, just saying call me now and the phone number and over and over again does not generate phone calls. Okay, look. Oh, look. The switchboard, it, maybe it's broken after they turned off the power yesterday. Or maybe nobody's calling in because it's a rubbish topic. Very quickly, Paul, before we let you go, thank you for this excellent stuff. I find this, this whole Barfield thing absolutely fascinating and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, an, anticipating the report. I've been told I have to ask you, <clears throat> what have you missed even though you were there? I went to a pop concert and I went to the bar and it took me so long to get back to my, uh, to my space. I missed the, the entire gig. What pop concert was it? Um, it was a band called The Pixies. Yeah. I mean, I heard it, but I just wasn't in the place that I thought it would be. I mean, really, Kelly, is this what you're... That I'd... is a wonderful story. Thank you, Paul Scoynes, for Thanks. your contribution. That's no, a great phone-in. Thanks, Scoynes. I really like it. Call me now, 08459 right. Things you've missed right. even though you were there. This is... Um, you go. Mm. Have you ever missed anything? Whilst you're oh, there. for goodness sakes. Hi, Ian. Uh, Fader One, Kasha has a cracking story of something she's missed. Kasha, what? Hi, Ian. Um, you know when you're watching programmes? Yeah, what, uh, like on the telly, yeah? Yeah, I watch them and I miss them because I start thinking of things and then I realise the programme is finished. And I'm looking at my husband thinking, huh? Um, can you rewind that just from the beginning because I missed it all? Hang on Isn't a second. Isn't that weird? Hang on a second. Oh, dear. So you what, what TV programme? EastEnders? Any programme. No, I don't watch EastEnders. Any programme on the telly, like um, Frozen Planet. Okay, so I'm you... looking at the telly, yeah. but I don't. 
<laughs> so what's happening in your head then? I start thinking, um, what should I cook for dinner tomorrow? Um, what I need to cook? Um, what shopping I should do? And then I'm realising it's all gone. It's like, oh, um, finished, gone, reminded all. Have you, ever, have you ever seen and watched and enjoyed a television programme? Um, I think I did, but I'm still overthinking things. So even when I'm you, watching them, I don't. You do sound like and you're I an overthinker. Them. You definitely sound like an overthinker. Kasha, yeah. if you had to describe this experience in song, how oh, would you yeah. do that? I'm missing the song, na 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 na, and I'm missing the programs, na 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 na, now, yes, so off. I'm still thinking, overthinking. See, I've overthought that. Okay. Hello. 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 I know you're there. La 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 la. Mm mm mm. La 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 la. Come on, Kelly. Mm mm mm. La 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 la. Hello. Hello. La 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 la. Mm mm mm. Christmas song? Is it? A Christmas time? Hello? Hello? Who's that? It's Kasha. Hello? Hello? Kasha? Hiya? Hiya? Has Ian gone for a walk? Uh, Oh, is that Justin Daly? Justin Daly? Oh, okay. Hi, Justin. How's your son, Tan? Oh, it's Ben. No, it's Ben. It's Ben. Oh, Dan. Ben. 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 Who the hell is Ben? Who's Ben? Bertie. Bertie. Ernie. Nana. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Why are you talking to me? What's happened to Ian? I don't know. I hope we're not live on air again and just talking about... Yeah, yeah, we are live on air. Yeah, that's what he done. So should we have a song? I don't know. Do you want to sing me a song? I don't know. Would you like to sing me a song about Christmas? No, I'd like you to teach me your song about things that you see on TV, but then you fall asleep. Um, I don't actually fall asleep. I just forget I'm watching it. You forget you're watching it. Yeah, I start thinking and then I forget and and then the programme is gone. How can you forget that you're watching something at the same time? You know what I also do? Oh my God, that is a good one. My my husband offered me some food. Like, do you want to try it? Is that a black, black sheets going over my eyes and I eat it all? And then I'm looking at him, oh, oh, sorry, I thought um, you gave it to me. And I start overeating as well. 
I'm overthinking and overeating. That's why I'm, I'm overweight. Oh, my God. Uh, on the subject of things you've missed even though you were there, Peter's in Wolverton. Morning, Peter. Thank you very much. Always gratefully received. Uh, what have you got for us? Um, well, um, being an adopted uh, chappy, um, I tracked my real father down after my uh, stepfather passed on, may his soul rest in peace, uh, to a village in Leicestershire. Yeah. And uh, the way to then um, identify the address is to look at the electoral register which I went into the post office, which was really hustling and bustling at the time, and I asked for the electoral register so that I could pinpoint the name and have an address. Uh, that's, of course, if the chap was still alive. Yeah. And um, uh, the lady says, who were you looking for? And I gave her the name, and she says, you've just missed him. He's just walked out the door. He must have walked out the door as I walked in. That's incredible. Mate. So you, you, you would have seen him, but you didn't know. I wouldn't have known, no. Well, no. Did you get the address in the end, Peter? Uh, I did in the end. Uh, he wasn't in, so uh, we had to uh, resume the search uh, a little later, but uh, we did have a meeting. And can I ask, how did that meeting go? Well, what age were you? Uh, I was getting on for 40, and he was uh, coming on for retirement, and uh, I walked up to this gentleman and I said, I'm looking for, and I gave his name, now, he hadn't seen me since I was three months of age, and he said, you're Peter, aren't you? Peter. My, my hair is standing on my head. Tell, I'm getting the shivers down the back, Peter. This is incredible. And How did it go? I mean, was he pleased to see you? Uh, it well, sounds like he was expecting you at some point. Well, yes, he said that I was expecting you at some stage, uh, but unfortunately the wife he married then uh, didn't understand the situation, so... Uh, that was our one and only meeting. And how did that make you feel? I mean, did he say, look, I can't see you again? No, 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 no. He wrote a very nice letter. Um, but uh, uh, he's still within my thoughts. Um, I would visit the post office on pension day um, about two or three times a year and uh, just watch him and, and keep an eye on him. And I've not, not seen him now for the last three years, so uh, I think he's now passed on. I'm welling up in here, Peter. This is inc- this is the saddest story I've heard in a long, long time. Well, well, I'm I'm sorry to be so sad, but no, but... no, not hey. Listen, it's an emotion, and it's good to feel emotion. So thank you for that. When you found out that he didn't want to see you, or he, he was unable to see you, whatever, the, however it was phrased, how did that make you feel? Well, I, I did at the time think um, while I was searching that it, the worst case scenario is clear off you, I want nothing to do with you, but at least we had an hour's conversation and uh, I, I thank the spirits that uh, we, we had on together. I found out a little while ago, Peter, that I've got uh, lots of brothers and sisters scattered, uh, well, around the country and around the, uh, around the world that I was, was uh, uh, unaware of, vaguely aware of some. And um, when I got back in touch with my dad after not seeing him for quite a few years, I said, Dad, look, I'm, I want you back in my life, but I don't want to know anything about these brothers and sisters. Not interested. Doesn't mean anything to me. And then uh, my dad got very ill. And uh, as a matter of necessity, I ended up meeting my brothers and sisters. And then my dad passed away very sadly last year. Uh, and now I'm so pleased that I've got, well, I've got three extra brothers, one I've not met, one that um, I don't really speak to 
for whatever reason, and I've got two extra sisters. And we're not particularly close, Peter, and we don't, you know, we're not on the phone to each other, but we kind of message each other on Facebook, and, and it's just kind of nice knowing that I've got a, 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 at least one extra brother and a couple of sisters out there. It's kind of very comforting. And I'm just trying to imagine... I'm just trying to imagine what it was was like for you, knowing your your dad was out there, but not being able to talk to him. The thought of you standing outside the post office and watching him, that must have been heartbreaking. Well, it it was, um, but it was just something I felt I had to do. Wow. Oh, dear. Kelly Betts. Can you believe that that came from my award-winning phone-in? I Things that you've missed while you were there. Uh, Oh, wait... I owe Four, you. I five, owe you an nine, apology. I, I won't be doing five, it on air, but five, I will get someone to send you an email. That I don't need an apology. That in itself was apology is, enough. Is enough. So I thought I'd give her a chance to come up with another phone in, or something. Uh, very keen here at BBC Three Counties Radio to um, help uh, new talent. Obviously, we have the BBC Introducing Show at the weekends with uh, Gary Floyd. Well, we're, I'm keen to um, help young talent that's starting out. We've got some great young people uh, working here, uh, work experience. Ollie, Sophie Solaris, some really talented people. Unfortunately, they're not working on this show anymore. I've been lumbered with Kelly Betts. Hi, mate. Uh, now, Kelly, you've not had a great start in life. <laughs> Thanks. Just saying it as it is. And I want to help give you um, a push. Thank you. In more ways than one. Thanks. Uh, and one of those ways is by getting you more broadcast time. You did a show over Christmas. Did you listen? And th- what I've heard is that, you know, must try harder. So I'm going to help you. And I've given you the opportunity to go out and ask people on the street big news stories, big topical news stories to, to show that you've got a little bit more substance to you than, uh, than everybody who works here thinks. So... Mm-hmm. What have you been out and done? So I wanted to meet the people who listen. I wanted to find out more about them, their thoughts, their feelings, their likes, their dislikes. Uh So I came up with a question that I thought would um, allow me to get to know them better. Good for you. Well done. Press play. Hi, I'm from Three Counties Radio, just out on the streets trying to get some thoughts and feelings of the general public and meeting some of our listeners. Can I ask you a quick question? If you were uh, invisible, what would be the first thing you would do? Probably go to the moon. (laughs) Go to the moon? Yeah. You can do that without being invisible. I don't think so. If you could be invisible, what would be the first thing you would do? Well, if I was at school and we would be learning, I would go home straight away. Or I could play in the playground. I'd go and probably go into those meetings that I can never go into, either with important people or the police or something. I'd like to, you know, spy on people. Definitely. Yeah. Wouldn't everybody? No. I would not... If I was invisible, the last thing I would do would be to go into a meeting. In fact, I would want to be invisible to get out of the meeting. Oh. We're different, aren't we? A little bit. If you were invisible, what's the first thing that you would do? Go and kidnap Johnny Depp. Oh, no! <laughs> I would definitely, like, sneak into a gymnasium and I'd be naked and no-one else would. You don't need to be invisible for that. It'd be more thrilling, though, wouldn't it? Probably follow my daughter to school and see what she gets up to. <gasps> really? <laughs> if you were invisible, what's the first thing that you would do? Well, I would have to say I would sneak into Ian Lee's bedroom at night and watch him sleep. I think he's lovely, and I oh. bet when he's asleep, he's better. Mm, right. Sleeping, Ian. OK, so how many of those people were actually real public? And how many of them were Paul Scoynes, 
Catherine Ball putting on a terrible Australian accent <laughs> and you Aye. at the end pretending to be a child. Four were real. One was seven. One was scoring. Okay. One was... Cat. Sorry, and, 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 and forget the one that was your brother. OK. So how many were real then? Four. Uh, four. Including the, discounting the one that was your brother? Oh, three. Yeah. OK. So but would you like to know what I learnt? Why not? People got very confused by what invisible meant, and they, I think they thought it gave them extra powers, like flying or... Uh, you, okay. If you're invisible, you can't <laughs> kidnap Johnny Depp. No, no. I'm not... No, I'm not having that. That was awful. What I want you to... That was awful. Thanks. Okay. Not in a good way. <laughs> My next question, uh, which I can take to the public if you like, is more newsy-based. OK, good. Don't, um, tell me, don't tell me what it is. OK. It, it's newsy, is it? Yes. That's all I want. It's like just something newsy. It's, it's about people's surroundings. Fantastic. Beautiful. They're always in the news. Um, if you were invisible, Ian, what's the first thing you would do? Well, I'd fly to the moon with Johnny Depp. <laughs> the podcast closes with an interview I conducted with Bedford PCC, Ollie Martins. Now, I warn you in advance, this 12 minutes is one of the most uncomfortable bits of radio I've been involved in. There are some long silences... They're deliberate. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner has appeared in front of a panel where he admitted leaking confidential information about a death in custody in uh, a death in custody case in Luton. Ollie Martins received a written reprimand and says he considered resigning over the disclosure of details of the Leon Briggs case to a member of the Home Office. Well, he was on the show last week and I tried to tackle him about it then. Also, the final question if I can before you go. Beds Police, subject to a number of IPCC investigations. Apparently you were referred to the IPCC by your own Chief Constable over the death of Leon Briggs. What, why were you referred? What was that about? I'm afraid I'm going to have to dodge that particular bullet. Um, what I will say is that the facts aren't quite as they've been presented okay. in the media, but there is a process that has to be gone okay. through and I'll be happy to, you know, I'm not not dodging accountability no. and transparency, but there's a process that has to be gone through and I'd be happy to talk further once that process... You didn't leak information to the Home Office that you shouldn't have done? As I say, uh, not everything is, has, has been reported, but I'll be happy to talk about it okay. when we've got to the end of the process. Well, he's true to his word. Ollie Martin joins me this morning. Thank you very much. So you did leak information to a member of the Home Office that you shouldn't have done. Why? I've got to correct you on two things. Okay. Firstly, uh, the disclosure that I made did not involve anyone from the Home Office. OK. Uh, and secondly, you describe it as a leak, which makes it sound like it was deliberate, maybe even malicious or done with self-interest. It wasn't. It was an inadvertent disclosure. You that, disclose that, confidential information yeah, about I mean, a, that, a death in custody. That having, that having been said, you know, it's still a very serious, very sensitive issue. I hold my hands up. I made a mistake. Um, and I'm very frank uh, about that. So I'm not. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to wriggle off or play down the seriousness of it, but I think it's important to make clear that, A, it didn't involve some, anyone from the Home Office. So it definitely wasn't someone from the Home Office? No, it definitely wasn't someone from the Home Office. Who was um, it then? And, well, you know, when this, when this first happened, I felt pretty dreadful, um, and my initial instinct was what I want to do is be absolutely honest and, you know, the letter that you've quoted for, from the, that mentions the, the prospect that, you know, that I considered resignation, that was actually the, the letter that I sent to the panel was originally drafted as a column to go into a local newspaper because I was going to be completely frank about it. Now, I was persuaded that while that might be in my best interests and, you know, what I wanted to do for me, 
Um, and, and my relationship with the people that I'm elected to serve, actually, um, there were wider considerations uh, and, you know, there were other things that I should consider, not just what I thought was, was right for me. As a result of that, um, you know, that, that is the reason why uh, attempts were made to keep this uh, a confidential matter. Um, and, you know, I've, so there are some questions that I still can't answer because it's not appropriate. You know, we're in the middle of a very sensitive inquiry um, and that is still that is still the case. Um, so it might look like I'm trying, I'm, you know, I'm wriggling and not being transparent. But, you know, that's just I'm just going to have to take that on the chin if that's what I look like, because there are considerations wider than just what suits okay. me. But who did you tell? That, won't, that wouldn't affect the Leon Briggs would, investigation. Would um, it? Yeah. I mean, there are other there are other interests that um, that mean that I you know, don't want to get into that. If you can't tell us who's specific, what's the nature of the relationship with the person? Is it professional or personal? Uh, again, I don't want to be disclosing too much. But why would I that mean, affect, you know, affect is, the ongoing is, case? This is all, um, it's all to do with the sensitive uh, case. There are, you know, other, other interests uh, that I have to consider. Um, so, you know, I want to be very careful about what I get into talking about. It does sound like you're evading it slightly. I know it does, but, you know, that's... I made a mistake. I'll have to take the consequences on the chin. Why did you do it? Um, again, all I can say is that it was inadvertent. You know, I wasn't. How can you I inadvertently leak or or say something about an ongoing well, it case? Was a, it was a conversation. It was. A Why conversation. were you having that conversation? Why were you having a conversation as the well, police and do, the police and crime commissioner about a, a, an ongoing case involving a death in custody? Because you do have conversations. Not about not with confidential information. You don't in your position. Well, as I say, you know, even police and crime commissioners are subject to human frailty and make mistakes. And I'm holding my hands up. I admit I made a mistake, and you know, I've learned a very important lesson. I would have assumed that was a lesson you would have known already, though, that, that to, to um, uh, reveal a pr inappropriate, privileged information in a conversation, whether with a professional or, or a personal uh, a contact, that that was inappropriate. Fair point. Why, why has it taken uh, the, the, the panel, why has it taken this investigation for you to learn that, though? Oh, I think I learned it um, <laughs> sooner than that. Uh, you know, I realised very early on that I'd... Uh, that I'd made a mistake. Um, I took steps to remedy the situation. Uh, and to a certain extent, that was um, successful because it's still only a fairly limited circle of people um, that are aware of the contents of the conversation. What was the nature of what you disclosed? Uh, again, I'm not going to get into that. Was it about what happened? Was it about what the police had told you? Was it about what the victims had told you? It, it, it's pertinent because you did betray someone's trust, didn't you? I should have been a lot more careful with the information that was passed to me, yes. And what was the nature of that information? I don't want the details, but it, it, it is pertinent, well, isn't it? To you, know, know... you know that it relates to the death in custody of Leon Briggs. Yep. And was that information that the police had given you or the victim's family had given you? Well, I get most of my information from the police. So it was police information that you passed on to someone else? That I discussed, yeah. OK. 
I'm surprised, Ollie, because you're such a sensible gentleman and I enjoy our discussions. I'm really surprised that you would think that that was appropriate to do. Even, I mean, what was it? Were you in a bar? Was it with a friend? What was the scenario where you thought you felt relaxed enough to do that? All I will say is it was a a private conversation um, and, you know, it is the sort of mistake that that anyone could make. Um, But, you know, I'm not anyone. I'm a police and crime commissioner, so I have to be a lot more careful, and that is certainly the lesson that I've learned. Leaking confidential details about an ongoing case. Do you feel guilty of misconduct in a public office? Uh, These issues have been looked at. Um, It wasn't an offence because the information wasn't subject to data protection. It wasn't wasn't officially... um, restricted uh, and there were no ongoing court proceedings so for those reasons um, it was referred to the panel who as you know have reached the conclusion that I should receive a severe reprimand. What does that actually what does that mean a severe reprimand? Slap wrist isn't it basically nothing happens? Um, Well it doesn't feel like it where I'm sitting. Well, you're having a slightly awkward interview that will be over in five minutes, maybe a bit longer. It will be in the local papers, possibly a little column in the national papers. But that's it, isn't it, really? That's all that will happen. You're not going to receive uh, um, imprisonment or or a suspension or a fine or anything like that. So it is a slap wrist, isn't it? You've got off lightly. Well, I mean, people have considered whether those... um, whether that would apply. As I say, you know, they've looked at, was it data protection... Uh, was it uh, uh, an officially um, restricted, categorised, or uh, were there ongoing court proceedings that it could have uh, interfered with? Uh, but none of those applied. Your police force notified the IPCC about this. The panel didn't refer it, uh, and the IPCC has the power to overrule that. Would you be surprised if the police watchdog did that and began an investigation? Would you welcome that? I think, given the circumstances... Um, and the fact that, uh, as I say, the uh, circle of people um, who got to know of what I was discussing was limited, um, I would be surprised um, if they uh, took it any further. Um, but clearly that's a matter for them. But I would have thought that their priority is um, conducting their investigation into how Leon Briggs died uh, rather than pursuing me. You say a circle of people. So how many people did you tell? No, I only told one person. And that person then told others? And then it went back to the police, yeah. Okay. How many people did that person tell? One other. Okay. You're lucky that it wasn't more people, aren't you, really? I am, yes. Or that, you know, it wasn't a phone call to someone here or a journalist in a paper or anything like that? Yeah, but then that's the nature of the circumstances, so... Uh, in your line of work and in your past at Victim Support, do, do, do people tell you confidential information? Yes, this is why you would have thought that I would be more careful. Can people be expected to trust you again, Ollie? Well, I mean, as I say, when it happened, I felt pretty dreadful and I, th- I thought... It's one thing feeling was... dreadful. No, no, well, I th- the reason that I felt dreadful was because I, you know, that was the question that I was asking myself. Um... But actually what I've found is that, you know, if you're straight with people and you say, you know, yes, even a police and crime commissioner can make a mistake and is subject to human frailty, um, I mean, the experience of the past few weeks is that, you know, on that basis, people are quite forgiving. And, you know, provided I don't make... provided it doesn't happen again, 
then I think people will draw a line on it and think, well, you know, yes, he made a mistake. He's been straight and honest about it, um, and he's got a job to do. Do you think the the family members of Leon Briggs will, will think that? They may well do. I don't know. Uh, if your chief constable had done what you did, would you expect her to resign? Um, I think, as I say, people are quite forgiving, and I think all people can make errors. Um, if a copper had done it, he'd have got the sack, wouldn't he? I think it would depend upon the circumstances. Um, you know, as I say, this was an this was a slip. It wasn't something done with any malicious intent or self-interest. It was an accidental uh, disclosure. Um, so I think you have to take uh, you have to take each case um, on its merits. You said you thought about resigning. Doesn't doesn't really mean anything. I thought about resigning from here. You, you can think about it. It doesn't really mean it. Are, are you still considering resigning? I think that if this had become um, a massive distraction and was stopping me doing my job, uh, those are the circumstances in which um, I'd consider my position. Um, but as I say, uh, you know, I've been... Um, I found that, that people are forgiving because of the circumstances that I've described um, and, you know, people will give me another chance. But if this carried on, if this, this, this did go um, to the IPCC and get bigger, resigning is still a, a possibility? Well, I'd have to say yes. That's it, that's your lot. Thanks very much for downloading this. Ian.lee at bbc.co.uk is the email address. Um, and, uh, yeah. Can we end on a song? Sure, what do you fancy? Islands in the stream. This is what the means. Coming from the themes. Run away with me <laughs> to another world. And we'll love something with each other. Uh-huh. From one caller to another. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio, and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. That is what you mean. <laughs> I don't know the words.